Welcome to the Innovation and Compliance Podcast, part of the Compliance Podcast Network. Join us every week as we talk with industry innovators who are making compliance to help business run more efficiently and at the end of the day, more profitably. Here's your host, Tom Fox. Hello, everyone. This is Tom Fox back for another episode, and you're in for a treat today because not only are you going to hear about something that I think is frankly pretty innovative, but also speaks to a series of regulatory requirements specifically for the compliance, but also it helps give compliance officers a framework by which to think through issues that they face. And so I have today Ted Hart. Ted is the president and CEO of CAF America, and he brings 30 plus years experience in advising global philanthropy. Ted, first of all, thank you for taking the time to visit with me today. Hey, Tom, thank you so much for having us on your show. So perhaps, Ted, you could start just telling the listeners a little bit about what CAF does, how long you've been around, and what you're doing going forward. Sure. CAF America is in its 27th year of providing service to the philanthropic community. We're a 501c3 nonprofit organization that hosts donor-advised funds and restricted funds for those principally who want to give outside the United States, but still qualify for a U.S. tax deduction. But for our donors, we also many times will manage their domestic giving as well. So, Ted, what attracted me, I guess, initially to yourself and your site was a book entitled Cross-Border Giving. So I was wondering if you could tell us a little bit about that book, what led to it, and then the workbook that's been released with it as well. Sure. Cross-Border Giving, a Legal and Practical Guide is a, a book recently written by CAF America with the help of several professionals in the market. We brought them together to write various chapters that they are experts in. And this is part of our belief that our mission in providing service to the philanthropic community is to educate on topics that can oftentimes be confusing and certainly can seem to be difficult to be compliant with. And that's generally the IRS regulations that allow Americans to make contributions to charities outside of the United States. So, Ted, I was wondering if you might be able to tell us what are, in your view, are the three R's of successful cross-border giving? Well, this is a central tenant of CAF America. It's shared in the first chapter of cross-border giving, a legal and practical guide, which is, of course, available on Amazon. And the three R's are regulatory compliance, reducing or eliminating the risk of giving internationally, and protecting reputations. And all three of those uh, need to be or certainly ought to be on the minds of donors when they are looking for assistance in giving internationally, because it is complex, but it is not just about the risk or just about the regulation, but certainly making sure that the policies and procedures that are in place for assisting that donor are going to also seek to notify, identify, and to help the donor make sure that their reputation is protected in the process. So, Ted, moving from that, what would you say are the seven principles of accountability for international philanthropy? Well, I love how you're showing that you're obviously knowledgeable of this book. We very much appreciate that. Moving on to chapter three in the book, the seven principles of accountability for international philanthropy are first integrity. And you're going to find within these seven principles, you'll be able to find a direct line back to those three R's 
of regulatory compliance, risk reduction, and protecting reputations. So first of all is the integrity of the process. Second is understanding all aspects of the international philanthropy. Three is respect for the cultures that you are interacting with. Four is responsiveness, because there are a lot of moving pieces when you're giving internationally and making sure that you're staying abreast of both the issues of getting the money outside of the U.S., but where most donors or most advisors that are involved in the international philanthropic space sort of fail to understand is that there are intense regulatory compliance issues in getting money into the host country of that charity that donors want to support. And oftentimes that can be very much, you know, half of the entire equation here. So being responsive to the regulatory compliance, both on the U.S. side and in the host country side, and certainly the needs of the donor, the desires of the donor, the advice of the donors, but also the needs and uh, wishes of the charity that will be putting in place the aspects of the philanthropic support. Five is fairness. Just because you desire something to happen or you think you have the answers, oftentimes you know, we have found that you know, working within cultures, working within structures can provide a very satisfying and successful outcome to international grant making, but, you know, imposing, you know, undue and unnecessary burdens on that charity may not result where you would like it to. Six is cooperation and collaboration, which we put a high premium on, you know, charities being networked into their community, collaborating with others. And we believe that, you know, this shows a true desire to put philanthropy to work. And then, of course, that leads us to number seven, which is effectiveness. There is certainly a lot of talk and interest in impact of giving. That's a complex topic. That is a topic that has many different definitions. It can be gained from a very expensive, in-depth review of the grant, or it can be uh, found in helping you know, a single child or a single family. But certainly, the effectiveness of the program, the efficiency of getting the money in the hands of those in need are some of the topics that are extremely of interest here at CAF America. And those seven principles, which again, I thank you for asking about the seven principles of accountability for international philanthropy, but these principles inform good practice options that I think are equally important for your listeners to understand is that to align international philanthropy with the donor's vision and mission, you know, to not take the donor out of the equation, but to help the donor identify and to align with charities that can accomplish the things that they would like to accomplish, to understand the context in which that charitable gift is going to be operating. You know, what country are you looking to support? What are the realities of life in that country and the realities of that charity that we're looking to fund for a specific purpose? What are they dealing with on a daily basis? To engage with others and not to work in isolation. You know, one of the things that CAF America does is we code every grant that we make to the United Nations Sustainability and Sustained Development Goals. And that, we believe, is important because it allows donors to see the way that their contributions, and specifically the 17 areas set by the United Nations, to really make a difference in the lives of humans around the planet, that every philanthropist can 
join together with others in making a difference regardless of size of gift. You know, the next good practice is to inform, listen, and respond. And again, I think we try to impress upon, you know, the donor and the charities to, you know, not come with necessarily a lot of preconceived notions in terms of what must be, but what could be, what can be in the process of learning from each other, listening from each other, and then responding to the needs of those who are being helped by that charity. You know, if you're going to be giving internationally, certainly respecting diversity and the knowledge of the cultures that you're working within um, are extremely important and are part of what we consider to be good practices. Building trust, you know, investing for the long term. And, you know, some donors can't necessarily buy into philanthropic support for a very long period of time. But if you cannot, it's important to have realistic expectations for what is possible for the size of your gift and the impact that you can have in a short period of time. But if you can give and support over a long period of time, that adds to the stability of the philanthropic marketplace, the ability for charities to be able to budget and to count on the support that may be coming to them. You know, good governance is extremely important. We take that, of course, very seriously for our own 501c3 here at, uh, at CAF America, but we review the governing documents of every charity that we grant directly to, and that's part of the validation process that we provide here to make certain that there is transparent governance, that there is not undue influence, that only one or two people might be able to divert the resources of the charity. And then providing good stewardship for those resources. We have a very robust reporting process where the agreement that was put in place with that charity for funds to be received for a specific purpose are then reported on, and we make sure that we're providing check and balance to what was expected and what was spent. And sometimes we can be pretty tough with the charity you know, if we don't feel that, and we've been doing this for 27 years, so we're pretty good at spotting someone who's not quite being forthcoming, and we know what it takes to be successful in the programs that we're funding. So having said all of that, I'm sorry that I'm kind of running on, but these are the good practices that we want your folks to be aware of, is to then assess, learn, and share that knowledge. And that brings us really to your show and all of the things that we've learned, the good practices that we've been able to develop, the advisors and professionals that we work with, we try to provide those back as resources to the community, which also brings us back to our book, which you brought up, which is Cross-Border Giving a Legal and Practical Guide, which sort of summarizes all of these practices for the giving community. One of the things that really struck me about why I think this is really innovative is you've laid out a process by which a donor, a a giver, a person, or even a corporation who wanted to think through many of these issues could think through those and then work with someone like yourself to develop really a sustainable program. But I'd like to change the focus just a little bit because certainly anti-money laundering and countering the financing of terrorism and perhaps even anti-corruption issues are things that every donor Every entity that wants to make a charitable donation outside the United States needs to consider. And I was wondering if you could give us a few words about the key regulatory frameworks uh, that you counsel and help people work through. 
Well, this is an area that CAF America takes very seriously. Eleven of our top executives are certified in anti-money laundering and anti-terrorist finance by the Society of Tax and State Professionals. We have another number of seven staff members who are currently studying for that certification and will sit for exam later this year. And so, and I think unlike many others, perhaps who are engaged in this area is, you know, to be very conscious of the source of the funds and then what is the relationship of that donor potentially to that charity. And we're very cognizant of this because it is the law. You are not, as a nonprofit organization, to be involved with money laundering. And I think for many people, you know, that seems like something that couldn't possibly happen. But if strong procedures are not in place, for a donor to make a contribution to a charity that without checking and without the knowledge of the organization that's making the philanthropic funds available, that donor may have undue influence on that charity or perhaps has a contract with that charity to then spend that money on their own business. And of course, all of that is money laundering or what is the relationship of that charity somewhere in the world to potentially financing of terrorism, which again, the U.S. government requires that you are knowledgeable of and are specifically doing due diligence to avoid and not be part of financing of terrorism, even second or third hand. So, Ted, what are some of the key country-specific regulations impacting the flow of charitable funds? Well, that's a huge topic around the world. Over the last few years, there has been an increase in regulations that have sought by some governments to stem the tide of philanthropic funds coming into their country and wanting to have more control and or knowledge over where those philanthropic dollars are being spent or what sort of charitable support is being provided. One very notable and arguably right now the most difficult regulatory regime on the planet right now is China. There in January of 2017, the new China overseas NGO law went into effect. I'm very proud to say that CAF America is one of the leading funders in China that is compliant with the regulations for what's called temporary licenses, that we counsel and educate the charities in China that donors wish to support and provide them with the specific information they need to apply for and to obtain a legal temporary license for the contribution to be made. It's complex. The documentation that we have to provide is intense, but we believe that it's our mission to help donors give where they want to give, and a lot of donors do want to support very good charitable causes throughout China. Ted, unfortunately, we are near the end of our time today, but I was wondering if any of our listeners wanted to get any additional information, where would you suggest they go? Well, I would be very pleased uh, to take a phone call at 202-793-2232. If they would like to email us, they can reach us at info, I-N-F-O, at cafamerica.org. That's C-A-F as in Frank, america.org. And of course, they can go to our website, which is also cafamerica.org. So I've been visiting today with Ted Hart. He is the president and CEO of CAF America. And this has just been a fascinating exploration of not only what the work and business of CAF America, but also how really any individual compliance practitioner or 
CSR person or really anyone can think through many of the principles in philanthropy and a specific process to understand making these donations outside of the United States. Ted, I really want to thank you for your time. You've given me a lot to think about and look forward to continuing the conversation. Thank you for having me today. If you're a compliance professional looking for a convenient and effective way to fulfill your continuing education requirements, go to fcpacompliancereport.com slash courses and choose from four hour-long training packages that will keep you current. That's fcpacompliancereport.com slash courses.